This podcast is sponsored by Primal Kitchen Restaurants, providers of fast, casual dining experiences where taste and the freshest ingredients always come first. To learn more about franchise opportunities, visit PrimalKitchenRestaurants.com. That's PrimalKitchenRestaurants.com. Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast, featuring fresh and lively commentary on all things Primal, including Q&A sessions with Primal Blueprint founder, Mark Sisson, special guest interviews hosted by Mark Sisson, and conversations with Primal Blueprint authors and other health and fitness experts. The show is presented by Damage Control, Master Formula, the world's most potent multivitamin, mineral, antioxidant, anti-aging supplement, available at primalblueprint.com. Past episodes are available for download or to review written summaries at blog.primalblueprint.com. And now, here's your host, Brad Kearns. Hey listeners, I want to tee up this exciting show with Dave and Romy Dole and tell you what an interesting and amazing couple these guys are. I first met them at a PrimalCon event in Tulum, Mexico, and Dave kind of stood out from the crowd because he was this unbelievably fit athletic specimen just in the midst there doing the little uh, fitness courses that we were offering. Um, And so we got to talking, and I find out that he's one of the fastest human beings that has ever run on the face of the earth with a 100-meter time of 10.16 that he achieved in his professional career, which was the Swiss national record for many, many years. And he's uh, leveraged that into a long career in fitness where he has a very innovative personal training studio in Zurich. And his wife, Romy, um, the other part of the ultra-healthy Swiss couple, is a prolific author who's written some wonderful cookbooks and... Uh, her latest offering, which in German was published uh, with the title Fruchtwamp. I think that's close. <laughs> it's called Fruit Belly. And that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast. What is this condition of fruit belly? The gastric bloating and uncomfortable sensations that can be attributed to excess intake of what we commonly think is the good stuff, fresh fruit and raw vegetables that you put in your salad every day and your fruit smoothie that you start your morning with. So we're going to get into detail about what this is. Might uh, catch a couple people blindsided because you don't really think to blame some of the healthiest, fresh, freshest foods in your diet for health troubles. But let's listen in to the great insights that this interesting couple has on this episode of the Primal Blueprint Podcast. So here we go with Romy and Dave Dole from Switzerland. Hey listeners, it's Brad Kearns in the Malibu studios with some special guests coming all the way from Switzerland on their summer vacation. It's Dave and Romy and young Ray Dole. How are you guys? Thanks for coming. Glad to be here. Thanks for Um, having us. We are excited because we're about to publish your next book called Fruit Belly yep. that you wrote, Romy. Um, in German, it's called Frucht, Frucht, <laughs> Frucht Wampe. Frucht-e Wampe. Frucht-e Wampe. We've been working on this before we start our recording, and I'm yeah, getting close, but there, not there's quite. Less, there's less spit coming out, but it's good. It's getting there. <laughs> Wampe. Yeah, so we translated it. It uh, painstakingly into English just for fun, 
And what the heck is Fruit Belly, anyway? It's a book about um, uh, how to get rid of your belly. And uh, often caused by eating a lot of fruits, raw vegetables, salads, low-fat milk products. Right, so we're looking at people who are um, on a health kick are making a concerted effort to get rid of junk food and go on uh, maybe a quote-unquote diet to lose weight or just clean up their diet and do their cleansings or whatever you want to call it. And so all those foods you mentioned are, you know, that's the centerpiece of a healthy diet, we're told. But I guess what happens is it gets too extreme and we're neglecting the healthy fats that are kind of the centerpiece for primal paleo people. And then what happens to them uh, as a consequence? The combination of these uh, raw diet and low-fat diet uh, is hard on, on your digest, digestion. And you get a bloated belly, uh, digestive problems, and uh, yeah, you're not happy and not feeling well. <laughs> um, and this is possibly more common than, than we realize. So even healthy people who are lean and fit but look down and there's a little bit of a pouch or some type of discomfort um, could be suffering from this fruit belly condition, eh? Sure, yeah. 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 What are the symptoms and the discomforts that occur? Bloating, gas, um, feeling unwell, brain fog can be. Mm. Because if you think, uh, if you eat a lot of fruits, it's mainly uh, water and sugar, fructose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's uh, really hard your body to digest and... Um, and then the raw foods, like you're talking about the nice vegetables on my salad and all those things, um, also can be, can cause some digestive problems too? Yeah, too much. Of too much of them. Uh-huh. Uh, the raw. Yeah. Veggies. Yeah. And the combination, fruit, raw veggies, low-fat diary, non-fat diary, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. very hard. And, uh, mm-hmm. It's not sustainable to get rid of body fat. How, how come? Because you lose um, you lose weight, but mm-hmm. it's mainly uh, water and, mm-hmm. and muscles, mm-hmm. and that's not what we want. Mm-hmm. So in the book, it's centered around this four-day quick fix to get rid of that fruit belly. So what do you do on the quick fix to right things so quickly? Uh, in these four days, uh, you eliminate all this... Um, uh, food which can uh, bloat you or <laughs> which uh, are hard for your body to digest uh-huh. and also most of these foods are very allergic so you get allergic symptoms uh-huh. maybe like eggs or uh, soy or all this food which is eliminated yeah. in these four days yeah um, so you're going to be pretty restrictive for those four days. You're going to cut out fruit as well? Yeah. Right. And then, I guess, see what happens. Yeah. And if you experience a, a alleviating of the symptoms, no more gas and bloating, you know that you've been, you, you've been overdoing it on yeah, your fruit, exactly. your raw, yeah. your low-fat dairy. Um, and then you're going to try to get into a longer-term um, maintenance type of diet that's I you're a big fan of primal paleo so it kind of aligns exactly. with that where you're yeah. putting in the healthy fats mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff huh? Yeah. you can see that in the meal plans and the recipes these are all primal paleo recipes mm-hmm. um, balanced meals with um, fat proteins and carbs 
only the four days quick fix is uh, really eliminating a lot of, uh, of the fruits and the raw, raw, raw uh, vegetables. The four days quick fix is, is, is all about motivation. Mm. I mean, if you get somebody to start off really, really slow with anything, then it's hard to kind of get them hooked uh, and, and say, okay, if I do this, you know, what happens? And if you give them something that, that reaps reward very quickly and you, you term it in the beginning and say, okay, this is not something you want to do for a lengthy period of time, not for months or years, but just to see how your body reacts. Um, to eliminate some of the stuff that has a high potential to create bloating and you know drawing of water and, and you know an, an unwell feeling if you eliminate those and people feel within like a couple of days already hmm. they don't feel hunger but they feel a difference hmm. then you get their attention and then right, you can yeah. start introducing the more sustainable way of, of eating it's you know the whole lifestyle uh, that's a good point I, I think you know, there's, we're trying to figure out what's the best way to acquaint people to primal paleo living, get them off the standard American diet and, and all the mistakes and health risks of all that. And if you just present them with, if you just slam them with this thing that's totally counter to what they've done their whole life, sometimes it's difficult to, to get them on board. And I know I was just uh, hanging with uh, my friend last night who I think it took him about four or five years of knowing what I was doing, knowing what our books were all about, knowing what the philosophy was all about, the arguments in favor was all about, and finally now he's on day 71 and, and enjoying his uh, primal journey. Um, but you know that time gap is a little bit it's a little bit too long to be ideal. Yeah. But now you hit him with this four day quick fix. That's a good point. It's like, look, this is it, man. Try try for four, try something for four days. And see if you alleviate these annoying symptoms. Yeah. And the, the thing is, you during the four days, you're still eating. I mean, it's not like, you know, typically... <laughs> oh, okay, typically, that's good. Yeah, yeah, you're eating something you okay. have, you know, you have something between your teeth you can chew on. It, it, the worst thing is when you only get, you know, some, some steamed veggies, um, which are good, which are healthy, but, you know, nobody's going to go for that. Oh, yes, just give me steamed veggies. Put no butter on it, you know, <laughs> which which carries the taste. Mm -hmm. Nothing that's tasty. Not, nothing I can really sink my teeth into, and and I'll do this, you know, for a while. Nobody wants to do that, you know. So you have to give somebody something that they can say, okay, if I did this, I could almost do this for longer. I'm I'm not allowed to do this for longer, but I could do this for longer. Right. But the thing is, if you have some kind of a result quickly. Um, people, people, like I said, you, you know, you have their attention, mm. and then you can start giving them more information. Because mm -hmm. you know? in the beginning, sometimes people they, they don't understand. If you tell somebody, you know, reduce the carbs, increase the healthy fats, yeah. you, know, you know, fat makes you healthy. It makes you makes you it makes you sick. Um, you know, don't eat fruit for breakfast. Don't have your OJ for <laughs> breakfast. It's like. Are you kidding? I mean, that's like, that's a must. That's, you know, it's a breakfast aid. I mean, that's, you know, you're supposed to have orange juice uh -huh. for breakfast. So that can be quite hard. But if you ask somebody to do something for, you know, three, four days, just do it, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, to take the slogan, they'll, they can, they can do that. And if they see a result after that short time, then it starts there. So this sufferer that you addressed with the book, um, is it something that's, 
constant or is it something that might come, I guess it could be different for people, like does it come after certain meals where they feel bloating and gassy or are they always having this this extra pouch, like some of the pictures in the book of people that they look like fit specimens except for they have this um, extra weight or whatever you want, you know, protrusion in their in their abdomen. What is what is going on there? It depends. Um, especially women eat regularly of uh, a lot of fruit and salads and low-fat uh, milk products. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they have it all the time, and mm -hmm. sometimes they have, don't have very uh, strong symptoms, but they have the belly, this uh -huh. pouch which they don't like. But uh -huh. they don't know where it comes from because they try so hard to to eat uh, to, to follow their diet. And it's the interesting thing is uh, with fruits, if you uh, eliminate it for one, two, three days, it goes away. The pouch, the belly goes away because just of the like bloating. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so yeah that's a fascinating thing. It, yeah. it, it, that will ha that'll happen. It, that'll happen much quicker than. Let's say just eliminating carbs in general, uh -huh. because typical. I mean, sugar doesn't cause bloating, whereas the fruit sugar causes more bloating. Um, and, and why is that? It's because of the way fructose is metabolized in the liver first, or what's going on? Uh, that's malabsorption. Yeah. Malabsorption. Yeah. Is it because of the excess intake is the main issue, and the concentrated intake, like yeah. an orange juice? And then uh, low fat dairy, lactose. Okay, yeah. so you're slamming yourself with yeah. some yeah. lactose that's hard to digest, yeah. a lot of fructose, especially yeah. concentrated yeah. fructose, hard to digest. And also the, the timing. I mean, mm -hmm. typically uh, somebody that is health conscious, they'll say, okay, I'll get up in the morning, I won't have, you know, I won't have my, my cereal, which is loaded with carbs and simple sugars, <laughs> but I'll have some fruit. I'll have a fruit smoothie or I'll have a mm -hmm. piece of fruit. And so you're, you're basically throwing that into an empty stomach um, and you're overloading on the fructose, and mm -hmm. it has nowhere to go. And if you then also tend to not be able to absorb the fructose as well, it just you know it just bubbles there and and creates the bloating, and that's what pe a lot of people suffer from because they're they're actually health conscious. Those that are less mm -hmm. health conscious, they don't get up in the morning and have a fruit smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're not even they're they have not a donut there or something. They have a donut, right? And, you know, so it's like they have a sugar high, but they don't have the whole bloatiness that you'll get if you have that load of, of fructose in the morning. Well, that's what we thought was so interesting about the book is that you're addressing the person who's sharp. They're going for it. They're they're knocking out their fruit smoothies. Um, they're uh, I, I remember Weight Watchers they have like there's zero points for fruit like you get a free pass to eat as much fruit as you want if you're trying to lose weight and that's a millions and millions of people who are getting free license to consume fruit but I look at like our habits today if you come from ancestral perspective um, the fruit only ripens in a narrow window of the year exactly. so it's it's likely that our ancestors ate a lot less <laughs> fruit and it was a wild extremely less sweetened and cultivated than the modern fruits. And while it was there, yeah. you know, the, our, like you say, our ancestors, we probably piled it in, but it wasn't there. Right. That, you know, it was only there for a few weeks, uh, you know, a couple of months out of the year, and the rest of the time it wasn't. You know, so yeah. while, it was, while it's there, you know, you get as much as you can. And we're programmed that way. We're programmed to, when it's accessible, get it <laughs> while it's hot. You know? Right. Because we knew it's going to be gone in a bit. And if I don't get as much as I can, 
the other dude or the other animals, they're going to get it all. So, uh -huh. I, I, you know, i got to dig in. Yeah, yeah. Get my share. And we're still programmed that way a million years later. And so if it's available, it's tasty. I mean, there's no arguing it's tasty. You know, fruit tastes good. Uh -huh. and, and generally, you can say it's a healthy, uh, you know, healthy nutrition. But it, there's too much of it and, and too often. Uh, what about the raw vegetables why is that um, a challenge it's it's hard to digest hmm. yeah if you eat like a, a salad with a greens only greens like lettuce or something like that it's easier to digest mm -hmm. but if you eat like um, carrots or uh, peas or all this uh, cauliflower broccoli so it's very hard to digest it's not meant to eat all of these veggies raw you have hmm. I think you have you're gonna you're hurting the uh, <laughs> you're hurting the feelings of the raw macrobiotic people who think you they're know, the healthiest you know people what? on the planet it, but. It, it, raw macrobiotic I mean <laughs> it's absolutely possible one of the main problems we have is our pace of living is so high uh -huh. that we don't chew like typical person is it's a forkful in the mouth it's yump, yump, two bites, swallow. Okay. Now, if everybody chewed like you're supposed to, you know, until it's basically liquid and you swallow it, uh -huh. it, much better. But who does that? Yeah. We don't have time for that. The whole culture is, you know, get in, get my food ASAP, you know, stuff it in, chew it twice, and I'm back to work or back to doing what I was doing before. And all the while, I'm probably with my cell phone in one hand, you know, talking to my friend in the other hand and then earpiece in the other ear getting stuff done and that is a huge problem so if you chew your food may it be you know raw or cooked like you're supposed to you know 40 50 times each bite much better plus you get much better nutrient absorption of the food so you profit more from what you're eating in the end you're going to save money and you're going to feel much better too so we're eating too quickly, not chewing sufficiently, not getting those digestive enzymes going in the mouth before we send the food down. Um, and we're just eating way too much fruit, especially concentrated forms like juice and so forth. So when we go on this four-day quick fix, um, what, what are we emphasizing in place of those things that we're eliminating? Uh, cooked veggies. Cooked veggies are okay. Yeah, natural yeah. fats natural fats like avocado, like uh, <coughs> uh, coconut, coconut exactly. animal fat. Animal fat, fat um, you said something about eggs. Is that going to be on the on the sideline for a moment? Yeah. Yeah, because that has some allergenic properties. Yeah, Is that, exactly. Yeah. And uh, if we can't buy really organic eggs, mm -hmm. then they are, the chickens are fed with, with soy. Oh, the commercial and chickens, yeah. yeah. Uh, at least in Switzerland, and yeah. then the, 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 um, the fatty acids in the eggs are different. And are they more difficult to digest as well as being less nutritious, you mean? No, they have uh, more omega-6 omega uh -huh. fatty acids. Uh -huh. that's, uh, is that going to lead to it's bloating or anything, or is it... On one hand, it not necessarily leads to more bloating, but it has less of a anti-inflammatory mm -hmm. uh, effect if there are more omega-6 fatty mm -hmm. acids. So uh, the eggs in, in general, you can say eggs healthy, mm -hmm. um, 
but depends on the quality of the eggs. And since they do have a relatively high allergenic potential, uh, we'll leave them out. So mm -hmm. you can you can get by four days without eggs, and then the whole elimination uh, concept can be very effective, very simple but very effective. You eliminate, and then you reintroduce, and people will see the difference. You see mm -hmm. the difference in your energy levels, in your moods. You know how you are you able to focus, um, and yeah, eggs are just one of one of those things that we tend to leave out for those three four days, and then reintroduce. Um, you bring up that uh, that that cognitive stuff a couple times, like you're you're, you're connecting this to just being being worse off in the brain because of the these dietary patterns. Is that is that uh, that's a profound thing, huh? <laughs> Everything the body is able to do is it, you know, it needs what we eat and drink. I mean, there's no production of anything in the body without some food and drink. Uh -huh. So if we have the right food and drink, we can produce. The, I'll just say the right hormones, the right uh, energy types, the right n neurotransmitters. I mean, there's a there's a lot of a lot of things the body wants to get done, and for that it needs the right foods. If we don't have the right proteins or, or amino acids at the right time, it's hard to produce the feel good hormones that we want to produce. Mm -hmm. um, and so. In the morning, we basically sit down, or you know, preferably sit down and have some food. Um, we set the trend for the day. I can set the trend towards, you know, burning carbs or or, or using using healthy fats and possibly amino acids more for energy. Mm -hmm. um, I need to produce the, the the type of hormones to make me feel good, to make me think straight. Um, for that, I need nutrients. Mm -hmm. um, we can do that with sugar. We get a quick serotonin spike, which drops off very steeply, which leaves us feeling, you know, not so good and, and, and necessity to have more sugar. Mm -hmm. Or I can give my body some healthy fats, some omega threes, some some good uh, amino acids, and have a very sustained feeling of sharp thinking, focused and uh, good energy for, for the day. Uh, that, sounds, that sounds great. And how has it been received in the German-speaking areas where it's being sold? Switzerland, Germany, Austria is, is where it's out, uh, it's out now. We're here in the summer of 2015, and we'll have this book in the fall in the U.S. market. But so far, what's the response been like? Um, a lot of response because it's uh, kind of... Um fruit belly like fruits are good and I uh -huh. tell them uh, you have to think about it because fruit is like a candy, a candy so you have to treat it like a candy I don't say you don't have to eat it and people who don't read it they uh, talk about it like you can't say that or it gets <laughs> She's really sticking a stick in the hornet's nest you know? yeah. Yeah. it's like uh, yeah. you're guzzling around and send something where people are like how can you how, how dare now you're you? attacking fruit how, I mean, how, exactly come now on. you're attacking how dare you um, first so you take my french fries away <laughs> now you're gonna take my my, my bananas what, what, what what's left but um, it's you know reactions are are, are Sometimes very intense. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah um, and uh, people who read the book, and uh, uh, also journalists who write about it, mm. and really read the book, uh, they 
they talk very good about it. They are impressed and uh, they recommend it. And also the reaction of readers, of people who, who try it out, who do the quick fix, they let me know in emails how thankful they are about uh, about the, the results. results. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they have um, sometimes I get good questions about how can you do it if I'm vegetarian? And uh -huh. this is a little bit difficult because right. yeah. you're really on a restrictive list there if you're not <laughs> yeah. going to eat and meat and fat animal products and, for those four milk, days. Yeah, exactly. yeah, but you can do it uh, hmm. with with the shakes and use. Um, Oh, uh, plant protein shakes. Yeah, so you're putting up some pretty cool recipes in there. I saw some avocado smoothies and things mm -hmm. like that, right? Yeah, all, all made from cooked veggies. So it's oh, like, so you cook yeah. the veggies yeah. first and, and then put then them in. Okay. Yeah. Um, would you say that's long-term something to align with, or are you okay after that four-day period to go back and, and throw in raw things? It's just, all about uh, uh, checking it out. Yeah. If you're... Give you the time to check out what you can digest properly. And if you see, okay, one fruit is fine, then you can eat uh, a fruit after uh, lunch or dinner as a, a sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, if you can eat two pieces, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Or if you eat a salad and then a fruit and you get bloated, then you know it's too much. Uh -huh. yeah. Right, so, so you'll, get, you'll get a sign from an overdose yeah. at that point where your body's overwhelmed by processing that much the, the thing yeah. the, I say the challenge is a little bit that certain things we we've done and we do and have done so consistently for so long that we we don't realize that that's actually an issue so if you have <laughs> right. if you have your your orange juice for breakfast and you know a couple pieces of fruit and you know you tend to have a salad no matter where you go you don't realize that that might be a problem. So right. that's only your bread and butter, you, right? exactly. Yeah. So you know everybody is always and and I'm you know we're absolutely you know uh, that opinion that you do want to have some fruit, you do want to have some some raw vegetables, absolutely good. Um, but for some people, the timing, you know, maybe not have them in the morning, maybe not have the volume of of raw fruit, and when you do, make sure uh, you you chew them. Properly, mm. you have them in context with other mm -hmm. things, and if you load up on the fructose, don't do that and sacrifice the healthy fats, for instance. Mm. Right. And those are things that that'll happen with somebody that is uh, health conscious and trying to lose some some weight. They'll typically reduce <laughs> the healthy fats because right. they think fat calories. makes you fat. You know, because yeah. they're still the calories a calorie thing. And that's something that a lot of people are not aware of yet. I mean, you know, you know, the calorie myth, the whole calorie a calorie. Uh, calorie's not a calorie. And timing can be essential. Some people, I'd say they're, they're really low maintenance. They can eat whatever they want, whenever they want, in the quantities that they want. They mm -hmm. stay healthy and, and pretty fit. Um, some people, they get a little off and they suffer. Hmm. You know, so you have to figure out you know how how much you can tolerate some people can sit down and eat a huge salad and just mm -hmm. chomp on it and swallow it mm -hmm. you know and follow that up with a smoothie uh, half an hour later uh, some people can't do that so you have to figure out what it is that that does you well and doesn't um, and so this bloating issue I don't want to get too uh, too sensitive but this <laughs> book goes deep into it. and I remember yeah. reading some of the things about how you're talking about a 
fecal distended abdomen and you have this choice and that choice what is that all about i mean what's going on in there in terms of inflammation or something with your elimination system that's not working what's all what are all the the options or the the categories if you will yeah you have also to distinguish between uh, a bloated belly and a fat belly if you have okay these tools and uh, um, often your elimination um, doesn't work very very well and so you have a lot of uh, Kind of fecal matter, basically, <laughs> just, just <laughs> going through the lodged in there, yeah. not moving. Huh? And it just and takes it, instead yeah. of taking, you know, say twelve to twenty-four hours, it takes you know three to four days. Uh huh. Okay. So you're bloated because you're slow. Yeah, slow but that, eliminator. Not, that might not be bloating. That's oh. just a lot of material in there that takes too long to pass through. So you might not have the bloated like air belly kind yeah. of you know gassy yeah. stomach you'll you need to increase or the time the you know, transition transition time, time. Yeah. Of the food and is is that being delayed because of your excess fruit and uh, raw veggie intake and all these things not necessarily uh-huh can be stress oh, okay yeah it, it's uh, really uh, can be a combination so it's uh, it's difficult to say I think mostly it's it's stress. Uh-huh. So you you don't give your body enough time to to digest, to digest fully. Yeah. One and thing to relax. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. One thing is a very is, is, is fact is we don't digest under stress. Right. So it's either if we're very stressed, it passes through. You get irritable bowel syndrome because of stress. Okay. It just passes through. You get the runny tummy, so to say, or your digestion stops so both are bad both are not not good you're not getting the nutrients if it stops it's definitely creating inflammation within the digestive system okay um, which is going to make you unhappy and unhealthy so it's not always just the food but under which circumstances that you're consuming so the um the bloated belly is inflammation, water retention from the reaction to consuming these difficult to digest foods, and then the fat belly is a different category. Yeah. And what's it's, that? It's eating too much. Yeah. Right, and it's it's um, and you're accumulating it on the. Is there a certain reason that it's it's landing on the belly, like hormonally or anything? Yeah, usually uh, men have a, a fat belly yeah. more than women. But if you uh, if you are older, women uh, uh, in after menopause, mm-hmm. she accumulates fat also on the belly mm-hmm. because of the hormones of the mm-hmm. uh, transition of the hormones. Right. It's a it's a hormonal and uh, it's always hormonal. I think everything is kind of guided by hormones. But one thing that happens is that anything sugary. Um, s- has an effect on the insulin, and insulin creates fat storage around the abdomen. Mm-hmm. So the fructose, which gets metabolized in the liver, the liver can't store it, turns it into fat, um, and it kind of s- you almost say it spreads from there. It'll it'll store it in the nearest place possible, which is going to be the abdomen. So it's not going to be. Fructose is not gonna, you know, body's not gonna try to store the the fat that gets trans or that gets produced from fructose 
in your calves. <laughs> it's going to store it close to where it wants to store it, and that's going to be in your, in your abdomen. Whereas if you have in excess of other energy sources, it might so it, it triggers a different hormonal response, mm -hmm. and therefore it, that determines where it gets stored. And in, in the case of fructose, it likes to store it around the belly. Um, so, especially if the listeners haven't heard our previous 57 podcasts, when you mentioned that myth <laughs> of calories and the idea that a calorie is not a calorie or that calories in, calories out is not the end all, and we like to say that you know, managing body composition is about hormone optimization. So back to this four-day quick fix and this long-term path of getting, getting out of that trap of consuming too many carbs, even if they're considered healthy, like your fruits and your vegetables and all that, um, you're going to moderate that insulin response because you're emphasizing high-fat foods that don't stimulate insulin that are very satisfying, um, and you won't be there on that go. roller coaster <laughs> of needing more fruit. So a high fruit eater is just like you said, like candy. They're going to want more and they're going to want more because their brain's telling them they're hungry. And they're, it's literally true. They're starved for energy because their hormones are so messed up. Um, and I, I, it feels like when you're talking about being reasonable with fruits and you go into Costco, big box store, whatever they have in Switzerland, comparatively. I don't know. They have those big old stores like that. We have big grocery yeah. stores as well, yeah. But you look at these fruits that are for sale, and the blackberries are the size of, oh, yeah. you know, um, a, fist. a fist, and they're for sale year-round, and um, a lot of these are, you know, the tropical fruits that are extremely high glycemic, and it's yeah. so, it's so uh, disconnected from a natural experience of eating uh, wherever you are on the globe, but you know, yeah. just. But if I think, if you know what it's inside this fruit, that it's mainly sugar and water, right? Then you can better uh, handle it and say, okay, I take one piece and enjoy it. Uh huh. Then I take uh, eat, I don't know, a lot of fruits and uh, don't feel well. Mm -hmm. Get hungry very fast after I eat mm -hmm. fruits. Another symptom, so okay. If you know, if you have the knowledge, then I think it's easier to make better decisions. Right, right. It really is. And it sounds like um, especially dangerous are the concentrated sources like the juices. Yeah. Um, so you're saying that maybe never is a good time for an orange juice or even a fancy well, mixture. Well, never, never say never. You know, never <laughs> is a big word. Um, th there are... A very select few that you could probably recommend or probably you know you you want to recommend um, to have more uh, high glycemic uh, you know foods mm. but those are very few and far between because um, we're not we're programmed to gain weight if we eat <laughs> that way and right. that was to, it to, you know to be able to survive we had to be able to gain weight if we we had access to those types of foods mm -hmm. um, and so for like I said very few we can re recommend that well from, would from it most. be um, only people who are at ideal body composition I would guess at ideal, otherwise but, like I said even if you're at ideal body composition you want to 
nourish your body in a way that you have the highest, you know, highest potential in using your brain, for instance. Maybe it's not so much about the few grams of fat uh, that you have around your belly. Maybe it's more about, you know, cognitive ability. And then you do not want to spike your insulin. Um, you don't want to eat sugar, which you know, in the short term, like I say, it makes you feel happy, but you <laughs> crash again. Uh-huh. So that's, you know, that's also not something that you'd want to do. Now, for somebody that's I, at ideal body composition, that, you know, functions pretty well, has an orange juice in the morning, probably not so bad. Uh-huh. Yeah? Um, if it's every day, I'd start to argue that there's better ways of, of feeding your body nutrition um, than having an orange juice and, and maybe throwing down a sugared coffee, you know. Um, so, so it's not just about how many calories can I burn or do I burn? Uh, I used to think that way as an athlete, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, it doesn't matter. I have all these, I'm, I mean, I'm very active, you know, yeah. I'm a pro athlete. I can, I burn it off. Yeah. Um, but now I realize that a lot of issues that I had with recovery huh. was due to lack of the right nutrients, not due to not enough energy frames. Wow. Right. So you're hitting the, you're burning the carbs up hard. You were you were a, a elite level sprinter. Is it true that you're the Swiss record holder in the hundred meters? I was uh, up until what we got two thousand two thousand thirteen. Oh my now, goodness! A, a young cat has, uh, has oh gotten my that, goodness that sprint record. You know? What times are we talking um, about? What was your time? My record was ten one six. Oh. And, uh, you know, the, someone you know, knocked that off from Switzerland. Some <laughs> skier guy that came down and summer cross training hey, or what? There's the other guys that can put one foot in front of the other. Wow, and, and he's got the record. Um, but yeah, so it's it's it, you know it's not just about how much energy do, do I use, but for instance, for somebody who's very active, is your level of activity is determined by your ability to recover. So uh-huh. if you can recover, you can go. Right. If you can't recover, anybody can go hard once. But what happens the next day? Can you recover mm-hmm. for the next day and come back again? So if you're eating a lot of carbs because you're such a heavy energy burner and you're producing a lot of inflammation and oxidative damage because it's hard to digest that much glucose and you're pumping out a lot of insulin, you wake up the next day and you're not quite right. You, you don't even know because you have nothing to compare to. That's it. You know, when yeah. we have too much sugar, the problem with having too much sugar is that we cannot store excess sugar. Our sugar stores, it's like a bucket of, of, you know, you fill it with water, you can keep pouring water in it, but it's not going to fill more. It's not going to stack. Uh-huh. So when it stops, when, when the bucket's full, when the stores are full, that excess that we keep pouring into it, that creates a lot of problems. Where does it go? It goes into fat storage, right? If we have excess sugar in the bloodstream, it quickly gets handled and... That's converted it. into fat. It gets converted yeah. into fat. That wouldn't be so bad if it didn't at the <laughs> same time uh, cause inflammation. Uh-huh. So there's an inflammatory aspect there that, especially as, for instance, somebody who's very active, we don't want that. Because that, it, at the same time, reduces your ability to, re- to recover. So if you're working hard, high intensity, as an athlete, for instance, as a weekend warrior, you come in, you know, two, three times a week for, for a good, hard, high-intensity workout. Mm-hmm. Um, your nutrition determines how well you recover from that. Not just the amount of calories, but the quality of, of food and drink that you're, that you're getting into your body. Um, so could that be uh, 
one of these lean people who are athletic and, and in good shape, but they're a little tiny bit bloated down there from the inflammatory effects of the mm-hmm. high sugar diet. That's one of your subjects that you're addressing in the book, basically? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Okay. So those people in four days' time, uh, like the girl that were put on the back cover, what was her name that took the pictures? In the, it, it, she, she had a, a pretty um, noticeable transformation in just four days, and she sent you pictures of before and after. Yeah. And we're so used to seeing these ridiculous, uh, you know, before and after with the giant gut, and then the person's got a six-pack in the bodybuilding magazines. But these were pretty authentic where you yeah. could just notice that, uh, and it, a lot of times you see it in the face too, like people just become less inflamed mm-hmm. and it's, it's noticeable in a short time and it's mm-hmm. kind of, they got to feel so much better too, huh? Yeah, this girl is not an athlete, she's right. a young lady, uh, but she's very lean, still had this pouch mm-hmm. and was very unhappy and then after the four day quick fix, she was so happy she sent me <laughs> A short message and was so thankful that she now really has the belly she always wants to have and it was in four days she got it right and it's yeah mostly fruit it was mostly fruit wow yeah. wow it's, it sounds amazing but mm-hmm. but it's just you know like we were saying before it, it, for her fruit is a staple you know in her nutrition there was there was no thought of that being the possible problem for her right all, yeah. all the other things the you're first trying to get rid of your candy bars and, and you're not, you're you not know, worried the, about your orange yeah. juice until the, the obviously yeah. vicious stuff you know that's yeah. easy yeah. and then you you get down to you know things like that you know i mean these days how could you call a fruit smoothie you know bad and a fruit smoothie is good but treat it more like like it was like a dessert like a you know like something you you it's it's like a supplement more than than real food. You shouldn't mm-hmm. eat it when you're hungry. You supplement your nutrition <laughs> with it. Well, your recipes too are. I mean, they're very distinctive. I've never. I'm going to go try some because I mm-hmm. was like, wow, an avocado in a smoothie. I never thought about that. But what are yeah. some of the other stuff you're throwing in there? Uh, my smoothies are balanced, so you have uh, protein, fats, and carbs yeah. in, in in the smoothie. And to get the healthy fats, you can do you can use uh, coconut milk, coconut okay, milk, or yeah. avocado. Yeah, just throw a half an avocado or yeah. full avocado yeah. in there. Exactly. What do you call a smoothie in German, by the way? The smoothie. Der <laughs> smoothie. Yeah. Der das smoothie. smoothies. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's the the actual word term. You know, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of swapped over from from U.S. and so. Yeah. Even in the German-speaking parts, we say people know what a smoothie is. Oh yeah, the smoothies is guten Tag and fantastic. Yeah, it's most important that you have proteins and fat in the smoothie, uh-huh. not only carbs, which okay. is yeah, sugar, fruits or right. Sugar. Yeah, so you're putting in some coconut milk, high mm-hmm. fat, um, avocado. Yeah. Um, you're throwing in some cooked veggies, maybe. Yeah. Uh, carrots or beets. But cooked. Interesting. Cooked. Okay. Yeah. In this four four days, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you have to drink it very slowly. Oh. Yeah. Right. Because you're you're Eat not chew. You don't need to yeah. chew. Eat yeah. slow. So now you got to drink it. So I never thought about that either. That's yeah. great. I love that. The thing with the the cooking, especially if you look at the certain certain vegetables. For instance, a carrot. If you cook it. 
although the cooking might destroy some of the nutrients, through cooking we're able to absorb more nutrients because it's slightly cooked. Now we don't want to cook it to a pulp so that it's just like, you know, mush. We want to want to help the 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 breakdown of the food a little bit so that we're able to digest it better. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not necessary with all uh, with all green vegetables, for instance. Um, some of them are, are very, actually pretty easy to digest, especially mm -hmm. if we chew them. Mm -hmm. um, but some of them are quite hard to digest and get the nutrients out of it. So, although, like I said, you, you kill some of the nutrients, but you can absorb more because it's slightly cooked. Uh. The smoothies are not very, very sweet. Mm -hmm. But the carrots are on the sweet side of the veggies, and together with the, the coconut milk, it's also it's a little bit sweet. And people have to get used to less sugar, so so. Uh, Just yeah, yeah, part of the part of the habit building, yeah, right? Yeah. And I don't I do not recommend to uh, sweet it with artificial sugar because it's just uh, cheating your body. Oh, if you put a sweetener in, you're yeah. going to trick your brain that you yeah. had sugar, but you didn't really, so you're going to crave more, is how it goes, right? Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's hard. And I think just for the four days, you know, for the quick fix, try to go cold turkey mm -hmm. and, and just, you know, skip it. Mm -hmm. And you can eat as much as you you are hungry. Mm. Great, yeah. Uh, so. so we're going to put in some of those nice, nourishing meat, fish, fowl, eggs, cook vegetables, the primal stuff, and yeah. turn the corner. Hey, this is, this is a nice conversation, guys. Thanks for spending the time. Um, Thank you. Thank we you. can't yeah. wait till this, mm -hmm. this book hits the storms, the, the U.S. market. And uh, we were playing around and looking at your incredible blog, which has the recipes. Um, it's connected to your stuff with all the fitness things. And um, by the way, yeah. listeners, Dave, as you heard, is a former elite athlete and has a great uh, personal training uh, studio going over there in Zurich and some some good videos information but when you hit romidole.com you can click the translate button and everything turns into English because it's in German um, but there's a lot of good information on there too and we'll we'll keep everybody uh, up to date with that stuff so now it's time for the rest of your vacation <laughs> Ray's been a very patient listener in the background it's time to go skateboarding yeah, so right. from the the Primal Blueprint studios it's Brad Kearns saying thanks to Dave and Romy thanks, and Brad. we'll catch up with you thanks. some other time yeah. thank you listeners talk to you soon da -da 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 -da. are you someone who appreciates a fast casual dining experience is it important that the taste of your food and the freshness of the ingredients take center stage well bringing that experience to a table near you is the mission of the hottest new franchise concept in North America Primal Kitchen Restaurants if you want to learn more about this one-of-a-kind franchising opportunity, go to PrimalKitchenRestaurants.com. That's PrimalKitchenRestaurants.com.